to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. Hello, all you bloomers. Welcome back to another podcast episode. I am Alexa, one of your hosts, and with me is Ambrosia, your other host. Hi, everybody. Hope everybody's having a great Friday, technically. Thursday slash Friday. Um, (laughs) If you're watching live on Facebook, then this is Thursday. If you're listening to the podcast, this is Friday. Um, And because it's Friday, we have a very special guest with us. Every Friday in the month of October, we have been um, working with the theme of fulfilling your destiny with Heather Christian Strang. Hi, Christian. This is just becoming such a regular part of my routine. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. We are too. We are too. How are you? How are things? Oh, so good. I mean, there's so much energy moving these days. And um, Ambie and I were just chatting. It's like, I'm just having so much fun with clients and information coming through. And it's just, I don't know if you all felt it, but since like 2016, the end of 2016, there was like some serious heaviness. And then like in the last few months, about August, it just sort of like lifted and so I've definitely been feeling that surge I know a lot of my clients are feeling it too like just this surge of like okay we can get back to like and I think that's why our focus is fulfilling your destiny because it's like we've got so much support from the cosmos and the higher realms right now to fulfill our destinies something cleared that is allowing us to now move forward in a really big way so I'm feeling it yeah yeah are you recording this from your phone who? You. Alexa. Nope, never do. Huh. <laughs> the reason I ask is because I saw your phone go like that. That's why I was. No, I always have my phone up when we're doing a live stream so I can like watch the live stream while we're recording. It's like a double screen action thing going on here. Um, okay. But Just anyway. <laughs> Yeah, sorry if you hear feedback. We're dealing with all that's another thing that's been coming up this week. A lot of technical difficulties. I don't know about you guys, but um, every single interview I've done for this podcast, for other podcasts, there's a lot of weird, just technical stuff. So I'm just rolling with it because, hey, it's all we can do. It is, we are in the shadow of Mercury retrograde right now. So. I find that it's more intense in the shadow periods than the actual retrograde. That's been my experience. I don't know if you all have that, but that's certainly what it is. So we got to just go with it. Totally. Totally. Well, let's get into it. Let's talk about this ongoing theme of fulfilling your destiny. Um, You know, Christian, what's what angle of this this week did you want to hone in on specifically? Well, I'd love to do like a brief review just to sort of like catch everybody up and also just reaffirm what we've talked about. And that is that every single one of us has a destiny, a unique destiny that only 
that only we can fulfill and that each of us fulfilling our destiny is actually what creates a thriving collective. And so folks sometimes feel like, you know, my work isn't important or what I have to offer doesn't matter. And that's actually the complete opposite of how it's seen in the higher realms. It is like so important that each of us fulfill our destiny. So in fact, the most important thing that you or I could be doing is fulfilling our destiny and fulfilling the mission that we incarnated into this body with. And so it's our work, as it were, to go on the spiritual and emotional journey to uncover what that destiny and that mission is. And then to realize that our money, as we talked about last week, doesn't come from any one human or source, but it actually comes from source itself. And so when we can see and be empowered that we work for source, then that opens up financial channels from all realms. And it allows us to stay on our mission and our destiny without getting taken out by the money story. Because often this need to make money drives us to do work that drains us or depletes us or causes us to like beat our heads against the wall to make a business work or, or something that we want to see happen. So when we're free of that, we can really move into fulfilling our destiny more. So when I was tuning in this morning about, okay, what do we want to take? Where do we want to take this conversation next? It was the importance of having a tribe and being surrounded by other beings who also agree that fulfilling your destiny is the most important thing, who are cheering you on and who are celebrating you as you move forward on your path. Because it is so difficult to not get distracted. And if you're surrounded by people who are spending their times in ways that is not aligned with living their highest path, it can really be distracting for you and pull you out of alignment. I know that's certainly been the case for me. Like it's so important for me to have a community of folks who really care about fulfilling their mission. So I want to open up that topic and hear more from you both about how that resonates for you and take any questions that folks have them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, boy. Um, Community for us has been huge. I don't know what to do. That goes so bad. Oh, there it's gone. Okay. Um, community for us has been so huge. Um, I mean, I've said this numerous times on the podcast that as soon as like we created this community, as soon as we started this podcast, as soon as we, um, you know, built the Facebook groups and started interacting with everyone in the way that we were, every one of my other relationships really got better. Like my relationships outside of all of this, Um, like my romantic relationship, my relationship with my parents, my relationship with like some of my closest friends who aren't really like a part of this. Um, It got better because I finally had that community to feel seen and heard and understood about this stuff because let's face it like not everyone in your life is going to always be into this or understand even if they want to be into it they can't really understand like what's going on um so I just know for me as soon as we built this community um everything else started getting better because I didn't need from them I didn't need from my partner I didn't need from my parents I didn't need from these other people um that that anymore because I was getting it from the community and so suddenly all the pressure was off and then I could just enjoy the relationship you know with them so that's one thing for me that has been very significant in terms of and that of course allows me to stay on my path of fulfilling my destiny because otherwise it feels like everything's out of balance and oh no I got to fix all these relationships so it really brought all of that into harmony for me personally 
I love that. Um, I feel like the other thing is with fulfilling your destiny, going back into like the broader topic, um, we get distracted, right? We can get like little distractions along the way. And if you don't have community, if you don't have an outlet for it, then it's easier to get distracted with. They don't understand me or I'm going to go back in and hide because they don't feel safe being my authentic true self. So I think it's super important with fulfilling your destiny. So I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah, I totally agree because it's so easy to like, if we're not getting that spiritual soulful part of ourselves filled up to feel empty and then look to things maybe that don't support us as distractions. I know for me, it was partying in my earlier days and, you know, food and just like, mindless sort of numbing internet or media or television and that just disconnects us even further from the path of our destiny so i really want to encourage everyone to like find your people and find your tribe and that's what i think is so beautiful about what ambi you and alexa have created because you're creating a sacred container for beings to be seen and to learn and grow so that like you said alexa they we can enjoy our partners or the other friends and family members in our life because that part of us is getting filled up and when it came through that this was like a priority for us to talk about for fulfilling our destiny i'd never really you know marinated on that i'd never thought that much about how important the community piece is um, but i really encourage folks to like ask you know for your tribe and so i recommend having at least two tribes that you feel like are really, are really filling up that soul spiritual aspect of yourself. So it can be like, for me, I'll have one that's more like mainstream and one that's more woo. So like having one that's like really like people who channel people who totally get like what I'm doing at the deepest level. And then I'll have one that's more therapeutic that will support me with my clients and the work that I'm doing there as well. So I think it's really important to diversify and, and find those communities and then go in deep with them because I know you can form long lasting friendships that can support your destiny. And I think you two are a perfect example of this, right? So how did you two come together even? Through intuition. I started stalking her. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I say that joking around, but um, we, she interviewed me for Positive Head Podcast. And after that, I had this really, I mean, really strong intuitive hit of like, keep talking to her, like, don't let her go. Like, keep emailing her, call her, message her, text her. And I was like, damn, she's going to think like I'm a creep. She even emailed me and was like, I'm so sorry that I'm bothering (laughs) you. And I was thinking like, you're not bothering me at all. This is like the coolest thing that's ever happened to me. Like, like she was emailing me about, um. Uh, I was about to go on my EFT retreat to be certified to become an EFT practitioner. And she was like, messaged me. She's like, I'm so sorry, but do you have an uncle in spirit? And I was like, no, I don't think so. And we went back and forth several times. And I finally realized it was my great uncle who was in spirit, who I did know. And he was a very specific uh, personality. But that's kind of how it all started. And I was just like, this is really cool. I've never even really had like any sort of psychic things happening. So I wanted to keep talking to her like I, you know, so yeah. But me, I felt like I'm harassing this poor person because the intuition was so strong. Like, keep going. Don't stop. Keep talking to her. You message her, message her again. Like, 
So what I'll say to people is when you get that intuitive hit, follow it, listen to it. Maybe not to the point where you like show up at their house, but you know what I mean. Um, just, which I didn't do. But I but, did. <laughs> yeah, she actually did. She was invited though. But, um, but yeah, so we, and we just kept, um, we just kept talking. We would talk like literally from the time we woke up to the time we went to bed in the beginning. I love this. And this is such a great illustration of following your destiny, right? When you get those intuitive nudges to reach out to people, like follow them because you have no idea where it's going to lead because now you two have come together. You've created this beautiful community. You're being of service in this way. Then you're supporting other beings and fulfilling their destiny because you've created a sacred container for them, which is so important for us to have. I mean, this is such a powerful illustration of like when you get that hit to reach out to that person instead of the head brain going, no, that's crazy. Like they're going to think you're nuts. Do it anyway. And I've yeah, certainly yeah. had those experiences too, where I get a message for someone and I'm like, this is so embarrassing. I'm not doing this. And spirit is like, yes, you are. And then they become like lifelong friends, you know, yeah, and yeah. important connections for fulfilling your destiny, because this illustrates perfectly that we need each other to do this work. And so when we partner together, when we come together in community, we inspire each other, we cheer each other on, and we actually can create together more completely than we could if we were just by ourselves. I love it. I love that story. It's amazing. Totally. I um, I constantly think about, like when I think about what we're creating, and I know that it's not just us. I mean, so many people are creating. So you, you're creating a community, Christian. I saw your community is huge. Like everyone's creating a community um, or many people are creating communities. But when I think about like what we're doing, I just see it as like a vortex that's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It's like a swirling, like it's like swirling like this. And it's, just, it's getting bigger or like a hurricane or something. It's just getting bigger and it just keeps pulling people in that like I couldn't have ever guessed that I'd be connected with. I mean, even you, Christian, like I, I never would have seen you coming or like even just from the email like that you sent. I, I don't know. Like I, I – but it's like the second that we – say yes every time that we say yes to whoever comes into our vortex you know whoever just like pops in there it's kind of like once you get the momentum going on building the community you start it starts to take on a life of its own almost and then you start to trust like okay if this person is coming in through this community and they're like resonating or they're standing out in any way like let me see what this is all about and like almost every single time it leads to something like this and, and then more and more and more and so it's so cool to realize like um, your tribe, like once you kind of even just find one person, if you want to look at our example, it just builds and builds and builds and builds and builds from there and it never stops. Um, and, and you know, I think to what you were saying, Christian, as well, it's like it's I think of it as like the suicide squad or like that's a that's a bad example, like like the um, what's it called? Captain America. No, not Captain America. The, the, the Avengers. The Avengers. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I think of the Avengers and how like that's that's what it feels like to be a part of a community like this. It feels like you're part of the Avengers because like you I may be really good at something, but there's a lot of things I'm not good at. There's a lot of things I need help with. Ambie's good at certain things and there's a lot of things she needs help with. And so it's so cool to realize you're a part of a community that everybody wants to help everybody and everybody wants to move forward. And so you're constantly kind of like letting people shine where they can and utilizing their resources when it's appropriate and realizing that you have everything you need with this group of people 
You know what I mean? I feel like you said that in the beginning a lot. You would be like, I feel like we're superheroes. Yeah. Yeah. Still do. Yeah. And then also the other story is Alexa, like in her physical area, had a lot of community with uh, spiritual people and things, people that listen to the podcast. And um, I was pretty upset about it. And she was like, well, you need to find people in your area. Right. And now I do. And it's pretty cool. Like, it's really freaking cool. Like, I have a lot of really, really gifted people in my area that have just, like, come up recently. And I'm like, holy cow. Like, a year ago, I had no community. And now I have many, many people. So it's amazing. What are some tips that you, other than following your intuition, are there any other tips that you would give people um, to find their their community that's in the highest alignment with them? Yeah, absolutely. You guys talked about so many things. So I, I'm definitely answering that question. I want to say, I felt like you illustrated this so perfectly that each person that comes into our swirl, into our community has a, like a missing piece of our puzzle. And I think it's so important to realize that, that these connections are holy connections. They're sacred connections. The tribes we create are sacred and that each of us has a piece of the puzzle to support each other with. Um, for calling in your community, I recommend doing an invocation and doing like a prayer. So getting into a meditative state, you know, where you're like more connected into the zone, have some candles lit, some incense, and then offering up an invocation to the universe, to spirit, God, whatever terms resonate for you and ask and say, I'm ready to be magnetized to my soul tribe, to those beings who get me at a deep level, who I can support, who can support me. Um, and I would recommend doing this anytime you're calling in a mentor, a tribe, whatever it might be, your partner, um, but certainly for your tribe and your mentor, like really making an offering. Like I am available and willing to receive this tribe, to receive this mentor, whatever it is that I'm calling in. And I now get out of the way, take myself out of the way and will be guided and will follow all guidance to this tribe, to these support people. And then, you know, you can close it with any sort of prayer that feels right to you, blow out the candles. And then then your work begins because then it's following all the signs. So when you get the weird email or the friend request or whatever it is, like looking deeper, like, who is this? What What is this? Are these, you know, and feeling with your heart? Are these like my people? Is this resonating for me? Because you will feel it in your body when you, and I'm sure you do have that experience as well. Like you just feel this knowing and this sense of like, yes. This is where I need to be. And Amber, you were speaking about having your community locally and then you have your online community. I think that's really important, especially when you're, if you're a healer or a practitioner, you know, I have like my community that's led by my mentor. And then I have the community that I've created to serve my people, you know, so I make sure that I'm getting support and taken care of. And then I can also be a more powerful support to the people that I'm here to lead and support and remind and share with. So having that diversification, again, really supports getting all those aspects of yourself met and filled up so that you can just enjoy your significant other. You could enjoy your family members or friends who maybe don't feel called to this path because you're so full from having that support in multiple ways. Does that answer your question? Sorry, I went kind of all over. It's perfect. It's so perfect the way that you answered it and... Thank you. I was, I, I keep trying to mute myself because I'm trying to avoid the interference, but, um, 
But I love what you said, and I love how you said, um, both of you spoke about enjoying, just enjoying people's company, that I feel like many times we feel, when we don't have that community, when we don't have that support, and maybe our partner doesn't, um, or our family members don't have the same viewpoints that we have, we get almost panicked and we almost think like, well, I have to have someone that has the same exact belief systems as I, and I have to have someone that, you know, does everything the way that I do it, or it's not going to work. And that's truly not the case in many times, many instances, many instances, it's like a balancing act. Yeah. I really feel like partnership, you know, sacred union is about becoming like creating a greater wholeness than you would have on your own. So if you're both exactly the same, then you're not you're not creating more than you could have been, you're just creating the same thing. So it's really important to have a partner who brings things that you don't have and strengths and skills that you don't have because together then you're creating this really rich life together. I had some of my early mentors tell me this, you know, you're looking for a partner who's just like you and like, that's not going to work and it's not going to be sexy. And it's just like, that's not the path. And I had realized I literally was looking for like a male version of myself and that isn't hot. And it, it just doesn't, it just doesn't work. So coming together with a partner who actually has whole other belief systems and ideas and aspects, of course you have shared values, but so that's where like we share values, but my husband has totally different perspectives on so many things and his spiritual practices are very different than mine, but it works because we respect each other and he brings in things I could never have been, you know, open to or have received. And I bring things he never could have been open to or received with anyone else. So it really is like stopping this search for people that are just like us for our partners and for our close, you know, friends and family. It's really finding that community that can fill us up in that way. And then having the partners and family and friends who respect that and want to hear about you know, the cool insights or the unique unfoldings. And that then allows us to have a more rich life experience. Yeah, um, I think that's a really good point too about even just, well, first of all, within like partnership, that, that's been something huge I've been learning because like my partner is super science-minded, like loves science, loves logic. And when I, I, I wasn't really on the spiritual path or like the past, I mean, up until about three years ago, maybe, maybe a little less than that. But, um, so it kind of came out of nowhere, you know what I mean? And we've been together seven years. So it's all of a sudden like, whoa, wait, hold on, what's going on here? And so there was a lot of, um, balance that we had to do and like figuring out like, what does this mean? Like, does this mean we're not compatible? Like, does it? Well, wait, that doesn't feel like it. Like it was very confusing in the beginning. And, um, to your point, Christian, like, yeah, it's actually ended up being, I think when you zoom out, like actually such a gift to both of us. And sometimes I think about like our higher selves and how like we're both calling this in because like we need to learn about, you know, definitely what you said. Like I, I need logic and science in my life sometimes. Sometimes I'm, I can be the person that just goes like, it's all going to be okay. I'll just meditate and it'll go away, you know, (laughs) like, and sometimes like you need to get down to earth and be practical about things. I mean, there's a, there's a time and place for all of this, but, um, and for him, it's like, you know, I've really seen him start to open up and kind of be more open-minded, not only to me, but to other people. Um, 
in this community and um, being like we were just at a wedding and he like went out of his way to find this guy who was like super spiritual and like has a podcast too and he was like you have to meet my girlfriend she's into all the same things as you and was like really excited about connecting us and but I, I wanted to also relate this to you know groups in general because I think I think sometimes um, even within a group like it's important to know that like it's good for people it's good to have diverse um, I feel like finding your group and finding your tribe it's really about tapping into something that's maybe like a bit unspoken it's a feeling like you mentioned earlier it's not that every single person's going to be exactly like you or share the exact same belief systems as you or do things exactly like you do and if you if you use that uh, measurement in order to find your tribe, you're going to have a very hard time finding a tribe. And even if you did, it wouldn't be as valuable to you as the tribe that it's more of a like a soul connection and a feeling versus like, oh, you believe all the same. And I think this is where it crosses over into religion, where this is where religion gets super iffy because religion says we all have to believe all the same things. Like that's, that's how this works. And truthfully, there's a, uh, so many different people who are Christians or who are Jews that believe completely different and all the other religions that believe completely different versions of it, you know, and they pick and choose. And so um, I just wanted to share that. I, I think a lot of the time we can get really caught up in like, if we're not exactly alike, then you're not my people. But really it's, it's, this is not just for partnerships. This is for like your tribe in general. You need all those different aspects and personalities as well to, to really give you the value that you're looking for. And a, a lot of the, oh, sorry. <laughs> also, um, Alexa and I have a lot of different views on different topics. We don't, I think it's no surprise, we don't agree with everything all the time. You know what I mean? So, but the, like one of the things we've said in the past and we continue to say is like the way that Alexa and I communicate with each other um, is probably like the healthiest communication I've ever had with another human being in my life. Because I know it's it's partly, I know that I can say how I'm feeling to her and she's not going to reject me. She's not going to say like, you know, mean things back. Now, that doesn't mean that she won't say, well, that really triggered me. That like really upset me because that's fine. That's her. But I honor her in the same way. And I think that's really important with community too, is that even if they upset you or you upset them, you understand that they're expressing their feelings. It takes a lot to be able to do that. You're honoring them for, for being vulnerable and sharing with you how they're feeling. You're validating it. And then you're allowing your, they're allowing you to do the same thing back. Hmm. Absolutely. I mean, we're talking about this, you know, and I think our first, um, the first segment of this series, we talked about this wheel and how we're all the different pieces of this wheel that go together. So if we're all the same piece, then the wheel would be totally lopsided. Like it wouldn't work. So having that respect for each other to have different thought forms and to have different belief systems is so important. And it allows us to have true collaborations, whether it's our romantic partnership, whether it's you know, like you two working together and creating this community, whether it's client teacher or client healer or whatever it is, like you can have a true collaboration when you're honoring and respecting each other to feel however you need to feel, to have whatever experience you need to have. And I'm still going to be here loving you, rooting you on. That's what's so powerful. Like in your example, Ambie, like you feel safe with Alexa because you know you can share whatever, 
but she's got you. She's here for you. She believes in you. You can go through whatever you need to. She's going to be holding the space. And that's such a huge gift that we can give to each other in community and when we're collaborating. And in partnership, what my team has shared with me that's been so important for me is that, and in sharing with others, is that as long as two people have shared values and they are willing to do the work and to show up and to grow together, then by all means, go as long as you can, as far as you can, you know, go for it. There's, there was a lot of talk in the spiritual circles, at least that I used to roll in about, you know, twin flames and, you know, soulmates and like getting it just right. And, you know, my, my team has a, a way more relaxed perspective in that if both people are willing and they're doing the work and they want, they're committed and they want to keep going then keep going because only good can come from two people who want to grow and become the best versions of themselves and fulfill their destinies and do it alongside each other. And it's the same in community. Like only good is going to come when you come together with other beings that you have a soul resonance with. You can have totally different beliefs or whatever it is, but you have that soul resonance and you're cheering each other on. You're going to fulfill your destiny when you have that level of support. It's just going to happen, which is, I think, sort of a relief for folks who perfectionistically get attached like, oh, my God, what if I don't do it right? You know, if you have spiritual practice, you're supportive community, you know, you're committed to the cause, you've got good people around you cheering you on, it's happening. You're going to fulfill your mission. That's awesome because I'm one of those. Oh, that's awesome because I'm one of those people that I'm like, oh my God, I'm not going to get right. Ah! Um, and then I have to calm down and be like, girl, like, look at what's happening. Like, calm down. Everything is fine. Um, you know, and I, I don't know if that's like just something everyone has or I, I don't know. But I mean, I've always felt that way. Like, what if I don't get it right? What if I don't make the right decision? And really, we talked about it on this podcast before realizing that I think we sometimes stress so much over decisions and different roads, thinking that like, if I pick this road, it's going to be so different. If I pick this road, it's going to be so different. And really like it's not it's all leading you to different milestones and different places and um and you know it's just about like how easy you let it come basically <laughs> like how good can you stand it type of thing um but I wanted to share a couple things one Tammy who's watching said um about you know choosing like different people it said yes it was important for me to not create an echo chamber in my life different opinions have opened me up to other perspective and other perspectives perspectives and shockingly I'm not always right lol very true Ambie you have taught me that more than anyone oh my god there's been so many times where we've had like I've 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 been so insistent that I'm right and then I've quickly realized I'm not right and that I have to own up to that and that that's okay and that like it's not really about who's right it's just about like coming to a solution or coming you know figuring it out um but I also wanted to share, I don't know if you guys saw this, uh, Ellen DeGeneres made this like speech, uh, it was like two weeks ago or something where she was, I don't know, she was at like some football game and she was sitting next to George W. Bush and everybody took pictures, everyone took pictures and everyone was like coming, go, getting on her about it because they were like, you're gay, like why are you sitting next to this person who, you know, like half the world hates and whatever. We all have these preconceived notions about. Um, And she came out on her show and was like, 
everyone was upset about me sitting next to George W. Bush, but the fact is, like, he's my friend, and just because we don't have the same beliefs doesn't mean that I'm not going to be friends with him. And when I say be kind to people, this is what I mean. Don't just be kind to the people that have the same beliefs as you. Be kind to everyone. And I thought that was really powerful because even I could make a judgment about, like, what are you doing with George Bush? But <laughs> but, but really, when I zoom out, I'm like, he's just a person. Everyone's just a person. And um, and I think that's a really, really powerful message that Ellen DeGeneres sent. And I, I really, I really, really valued that, like her standing up and sharing that and standing up for herself. It's so exciting to see these cultural archetypes like Ellen DeGeneres, you know, really sending that message because it's so easy to think, oh, because my mission is to spread more love and spirit on the earth. Oh, that's only to people who, you know, believe the same way that I do. Her mission is to, you know, the, her kindness message. It's not just to the people that agree with that. Yeah. us. It's like yeah. to everyone, even the person who's in total opposition. I have so many stories about my family members who are my brother-in-laws who are like, gun-toting Republicans who, you know, they would just come at me during election time. And I finally just reached a moment where I said, listen, I love you. And I love you no matter who you vote for. So we don't need to have this conversation because my love for you is not going to change. And I am not kidding you, ladies. They completely shifted from that point on. They no longer even talk about those things to me. Both of my sisters are like, oh, yeah, you're the favorite sister, sister-in-law. But, and, and I have like nothing in common with these men, except that they love my sisters. And so I love them, you know, and it was such a beautiful example for me to remember that, that even if it seems like we have not one thing in common and literally I have nothing in common with them other than my sisters, but that loving and saying, I don't want to participate in an argument. I love you. And, and that's all I have to say to you. You know, they were just like, what? <laughs> you know, it's so powerful for us to be able to do that. And having communities like this and being able to have conversations like this help us remember that. Totally. I, I want to share something from um, Carrie who said, yes, she shared a very powerful message. It was all over my news feed from a variety of people, which also shows how far we've come. She's talking about Ellen. And... um Definitely. And I, I and I think in general, when we ha- we're having this conversation about community, you know, I think this. Is, so I, I remember when I was at my EFT um, certification retreat with Sonia Sophia at the end of 10 days, you know, we're in this very secluded, magical place and we're doing all this emotional processing. So we're like getting to like a really high place by the end of the 10 days. Like, can you imagine, you know, this like really like 30 people, super high vibe. And by the end of it, everyone's like freaking out, like, oh, God, what's it going to be like reentering, you know, like getting back in into society like everyone's kind of a little scared and Sonia's doing a whole kind of debriefing and then she was like you know I know that a lot of you think like wouldn't it be great if we could all just be here just stay here together on this beautiful place and just you know we're all on the same vibe so wouldn't that just be the best but really like it wouldn't because we would all get so sick of each other eventually because we already we got it. Like we all got each other. You know what I mean? Like we're on the same wavelength. There's no work. There's not as much work for us to do here. There's so much work for us to do out there with other people mixing it up. And, and like we're, you know, the other important part of community is that like, as you're doing your work, you're like a lighthouse to other people. And that's so important to be in a group of other people, especially those who are not as into development or you know what I mean especially those who are not necessarily where you are because 
for all you know, like your presence in that group, in that community could be the thing that helps other people start to wake up to certain things. And so that's why it's so important to not cut people off who aren't like you or aren't exactly like you, don't believe like you. It could be possible that you're actually coming into that community because they called you in because they want to, you know, awaken in some way or learn something that you have to teach them. And if you cut it off because you're like, no, we're not exactly alike, then you're depriving yourself of that experience and that person of that experience, which I think is ultimately what you want. Yeah. And this is, I mean, you're speaking exactly to the point that my team, my highest light team shared with me because I took my business completely online because what I was shown is that those who are resonating with me at a heart center, we're scattered all over the world. And I, and I asked like, why aren't we just like in one spot together? Just like living, you know, in bliss, because that's not what we came here to do. We came to fulfill a mission, which means yes, we need each other for support. So thank goddess we get to have these online communities. I'm so grateful for technology that allows for that. And we're scattered all over because we all have important missions in those specific locations. And so we come together in our, you know, online communities and conversations like this. We got to pick me up. You know, we remember more fully who we are. And then we go back out into our, you know, day to day community and we're spreading that light. I mean, this is how it works. So it's it's so critical. Community is so critical to fulfilling our destiny. And I love that we got to talk about all sides of that today, not just having you know, supportive community like this, but like I have my mentors community, then I have the community I lead, then I have the community in my physical, you know, location where I live, where I'm spreading that light. I live somewhere, I live remotely. And I, there are like maybe two people I've met who vibrate at the similar frequency as I do, or at least can have the conversation with me. It's not about that. It's about me bringing the light to these denser areas. And it's true for a lot of light workers. Love that so much. Yeah, this has been this is a really interesting conversation. You know, it really just keeps I feel like it just keeps unfolding and it can keep unfolding in new ways the more you really talk about community. And, um, you know, just as we wrap up here, like one final thought I have on community is that I really I ever since I went to Burning Man three years ago, that was my first time and I've been every year since. I've really started to understand like the power of community and also the importance of community. And my personal desire is that, especially in terms of living in communities, that we start to move back towards that. I really feel like that's part of what is um, making us all so sick in certain ways and sad in certain ways. And it's not to say that like everyone has to live in a community, but I really do feel like that is, I hope, where things are moving back towards, where we can find cool ways to live with each other in community. And so, like, our, you know, our children can run around in these communities and, like, the elders in the communities can have a place and everyone has everyone has a piece, everyone has a place. And, um, and so I think community in general is going to be a big topic of conversation over the next, you know, decade or 20 year I I don't know but I really think it's going to be like a really hot topic um as as the years roll on because I think it's really the key to I mean community connection and that's what we really need we need to move back into connection so um I personally am very passionate about seeing where that goes and maybe contributing to that in some way because I know that at some point in my life I would like to live in a community um yeah 
yeah, where I can just be like, you know, seen and heard and feel like a part of something every day. Um, Stay tuned for Inner Bloom uh, Community. Village. Earthships. Yeah. Okay. I love that. I feel like I could, like, we could talk about this as a whole other topic I could go with you on, but this is really, we're in the age of Aquarius now. So that is the next level. Right. So we've all been all over spreading the light. And so we're going to be called to certain places to gather and live together intentionally. I wrote an article like 10 years ago about about intentional communities. I've been like so into it for years. But spirit has been like, not yet, not yet, not yet. We're coming to that point. And as you were talking, Alexa, they were like, this is the age of Aquarius energy. And so we literally will now begin to come into that where we can live together in community and restore the natural balance of what it should be, as you said, having our elders there, having the little ones there and like really supporting each other and honoring the earth. So important. So I'm excited for us to talk more about this at some point. Yeah, so cool. So cool. I'm glad that all resonates. And thank you for bringing this topic up. Um, it's it's a really important one. And thank you all um, who are on the live stream for listening and commenting. Hi, Jerome. Hi, Liz. Hi. I don't know who else I missed. Heather. Um, thank you for being a part of this. Um, Christian, where can people find you if they want to work with you? Uh, do you want to give them a little bit of your info? Yeah, go to risingupforlove.org and we've got a free love meditation for folks and that gets you in our email swirl. We just opened registration for our transmission service, Love is the Liberation. So we'll have more details about that. Um, but yeah, go to risingupforlove.org and that gets you connected in and take it from there. Awesome. Oh, awesome. We will have that in our show notes. Um, so you can click there as usual. Um, and we also have it tagged in the Facebook live if you're watching it there. So, um, and before you, yeah, yeah I was going to jump in and say before you pull up the patrons, a uh, patrons, patrons, either way, Whichever. we all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, I want to say that I did, um, a session with Christian and it was, truly amazing so it's an audio version so i get to listen to it again which i'm going to it's homework i love it but i do want to say to everybody watching and listening that she's truly amazing and truly gifted and the just like a side note it's supposed to um heal dna one of the things i did not ask just happened i go to put my glasses on i'm not even exaggerating this go to put my glasses on after the session because I was reading my phone and my glasses were blurry. So I take them off and I look at my phone again and it's clear and I put my glasses back on and it's blurry. And I'm like, what just happened here? (laughs) So it's like, it's so amazing because it's not even something that I was really connecting to or thinking about because glasses don't bother me. But I love the idea of not having to wear them. So and not getting migraines because of the eye strain. That's really a big thing. So in addition to healing the emotional work, which was my pri- my biggest intention, something very physical healed for me. So I just want to say thank you. And if you have been considering working with her, do it. It is well worth the investment. Oh, that is so sweet, Amby. Thank you so much for that beautiful testimonial. And I'm so stoked about your eyesight. This is the cool thing that happens. People aren't even trying to heal other things. They're like, this healed and that healed. And that wasn't even my intention. Because those DNA repairs, I mean, it'll just be whatever your higher self wants. So thank you so much for sharing that. It was such an honor to share with you. You're such a beautiful light in the world. I'm honored. 
Yay. Well, I'm excited because my session's coming up and uh, I need my eyesight repaired. So <laughs> so that would be a cool bonus, Spirit, if you want to do it. Um, I'm cool with it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, definitely, um, definitely consider working with Christian. Um, yeah, it's been, it, it, I haven't even done it yet and I'm like already very excited about it. Um, and yeah, you can do that by clicking the link in the show notes. Um, and oh, Patreons. Okay, cool. So thank you to Whitney Kanika, Tiffany Polito, Tammy Lip, Sheena Bowen, Sean Doe, Shannon McCoy, Sarah Meehan, Sammy Jean, Renee Hart, Priscilla Marquez, Nicolette Pierce, Mimi Abnetter, Maribel Muncy, Mandy Ford, Lisa Perez, Kelly Ann Bates, Kasha Boshnevitz, Jamie McMahon, Jimmy Edwards, Jamie Purinton, Heather Kiefer, Grace, Dana McFadden, Cheyenne Carroll, Char- Charm City Foster Mama on Instagram, Kara Miranda, Bex Boo, Alex Letieri, Alex Anderson, Adonica Haskell, and Nike. Thank you so much uh, for supporting this podcast. Um, let's see. What else? I think that's it. Um, but we will be back. We have one more week left. Is that right? One more week. Cool. So we will be back next Friday uh, with Christian once again. Um, Yeah. And until next time, keep on blooming. Thank you so much. (laughs) Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.